Hello, hello, internet. Nope, I don't like that intro. <laughs> okay. Hello, internet. Nope, that's not it either. Okay, give me one second here. Hello, internet, and welcome to Vampire Vibes, um, the podcast where two sisters who are ridiculously obsessed with the show Vampire Diaries are re-watching every episode one by one and talking about everything that you want to hear about and everything we want to say and any of the in-between. My name is Megan. And I'm Katie. And you're listening to Vampire Vibes. So I guess it's been almost a year, it was a little over a year ago that we watched Vampire Dives for the first time, and you might wonder why it took us so long to hop on that train of this really popular show. Um, honestly, I guess I was, I don't know, I wasn't interested in it, and I thought it looked stupid, and boy was I wrong, because man, I love this show. I mean, I will say I had never heard of it until, like, last year. Really? Yeah. So I didn't know it was a thing when it was, like, on TV live. Like, I would have never known. I don't know what channel it was on. I don't know any of that. That's true. Do you know what channel it was on? No. No, I just knew it was on Netflix. Because it didn't end that long ago. It ended, like, 2017, 2018, like, something like that. Like, so it was pretty recent. It must have been on TV somewhere. I feel like I had heard someone mention the name, like, Vampire Diaries, like, once before, and I was just like, that sounds like a stupid title to a show. Like, anything that has the word diary in it, I don't know, for some <laughs> reason seems, like, cheesy. And I don't know, and then I was, like, probably judging it because of, like, Twilight. Yeah, and I definitely think after after the craze from Twilight, the whole vampire thing definitely got blown out of proportion. Like, okay, yeah. world, I don't love vampires just because I like Twilight. Like, you don't have to rewrite... Twilight and a million stories and use vampires just because one book was successful. Um, and I think maybe that made me like not want to yeah. ever read anything t- vampire ever again or watch anything vampire just because I was like, it's that's, I'm over it now. Yeah. yeah. And so I always thought that Vampire Diaries was a knockoff, but something that we should mention is that it's based on a book series that was written in like the early 1990s. So if anything, Twilight is a knockoff. The yeah. OG. Twilight is a knockoff of the Vampire Diaries. Um, and it really is because let me tell you, spoiler alert, this podcast has spoilers. Is that correct? Yeah, I think we're going to do spoilers. I think we're going to have spoilers. So spoiler alert, Stefan and Edward have some similarities. <laughs> some similarities some would be an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much, yeah, it's a very similar storyline in that way. Um, and I've already forgotten all the other ways that they're similar, but we'll figure it out as we're watching it again. Yeah. Should we hop right into it? So we, we just finished watch, re-watching the first episode. Um, I think this was only my second time ever watching this episode, so a lot mm-hmm. of it was yeah. re-new. Katie has already been re-watching. It's only been yeah. a year since we watched it the first time. For the listeners, just, you know, who knows when you're listening to this, or, you know, if anyone if is ever. listening to this... <laughs> But we watched the show for the first time during the COVID-19 pandemic when we both moved home and we were like, we're going to need something to do because we literally can't leave our house. So the thing that we picked was watching the Vampire Diaries. And thank goodness for Vampire Diaries to help get us through those really really difficult months. It really did. And uh, then it, I mean, that's probably why we developed like such an insane obsession with it because it was like our only thing to hold on to. But also, (laughs) so good. 
It's so good. Yeah. So, like we said, we were both a little skeptical of it when we started out, but it was like, it's amazing and it deserves our obsession and our love for it. Um, and yeah, so this is only a year later. We're still kind of in the COVID pandemic. Um, and Katie's already watched half of the series again. <laughs> so, um, this I started is her third time stop. watching a lot of it, but I have mostly only watched it one time. So I'm excited to get back into it. But yeah, we just finished the first episode, so that's what we're going to be talking about today. Um, we should probably know the name of the first episode, but we don't. It's called Pilot. <laughs> Is it called Pilot? I think so. I'm yeah. looking it up right Season now. Season one, episode one, Pilot. Not all of them are called Pilot. Mm -hmm. It's called Pilot. Ah. You're right. So, um, we're I talking about season one, episode one, A Vampire Diaries, Pilot. I mean, what a name. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Classic. All right, let's get started. So, I guess we'll just kind of walk through some of the important parts of the episodes and share our thoughts and opinions. Yeah, we're still kind of figuring this because out. Because I don't know, go. someone might think it's interesting. Not going to lie. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we were pretty obsessed with it, so I'd probably listen to someone else talk about it. I mean, yeah, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? And, you know, it's fun for us to talk about it, I guess. Gives us a purpose in life. <laughs> okay. So, it opens up basically with the diaries, right? Elena writing in her diary. And I definitely thought... Do you have something before that? Yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I 100% do. No, my whole, like, first half of my notes is literally on how... Well, so, Stefan, or I think it's Stefan, you can't see a face and the voice is, for some reason, like, ambiguous. It's like, I'm a vampire and this is my story. And I was like, wow, that's dramatic. But then the most important thing of, like... It starts off with those two people being murdered yeah. in the car crash. Is that, like, they don't talk in the, about the diaries before that, right? No. Yeah. So I just wanted to mention this because for the longest time, like, for multiple seasons when we watched it the first time, I thought this was somehow going to come back into play. And it never does. Spoiler alert. It never <laughs> It's just random two does. people dying. So random two people dying. But then, like, as soon as they go off of that random two people dying, it cuts to Elena being like, this is the year I'm going to be happy. I can't let my parents' death affect me forever. So I, for yeah, the longest time, thought right. that that was how her parents died. Mm -hmm. I was like, were those her parents? Like, they were really young. They looked really young. But then, like, Aunt Jenna, of course, is, like, the same age as Elena, right. and she's her aunt. So I was like, maybe this just has, like, a super weird aging thing going on. And so, yeah, I did want to talk about that part because I was like, I kept expecting it to come up, and then there were literally parts in later seasons where they would say something about Elena's parents' death, and I was like, it's gonna be that, like, scene with the car. But no, that's just literally, like, just trying to be a dramatic, suspenseful intro. I just thought the beginning of a show should have something to do with the show, right? But really, it doesn't. Well, it was about the vampire. Yeah. Not about the people who died. Which I will say is kind it of It is ambiguous. vampire. Well, later, uh, later on when the uncle, who for some reason, by the way... I 100% thought the uncle's name was Victor. I have no idea why. <laughs> I even wrote it down in my notes. I was like, haha, remember Uncle Victor? And then he was like, what is Uncle Zach. Oh yeah, Zach. It's yeah. Zach. So his name's not He's Victor. not around for very long. I don't know where that came from. But um, Uncle Victor, or Zach as his real name is, <laughs> he was like, Stefan, you said you were going to be able to control yourself. And Stefan was like, it wasn't me. But it wasn't a very convincing it wasn't me. So I was like... <laughs> I just, you well, know, they really I set think, it up for you to think that Stefan is the one attacking people. Well, but when Damon appears, then you're set up to think it's Damon, and I'm right. like, but was it just Stefan? Because knowing what we know about Stefan, like, did he just 
Was he like, well, I'm going to meet Elena tomorrow, so I need to get this out of my system? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. Just saying. I'm just trying to cause controversy here. <laughs> okay. Anyways, we can move on past that first scene. I just think it, I think it was important enough to talk about. So. Okay, that's good. Okay. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for bringing that up. Of course, yeah. So, your point on them writing in their diaries. So, yeah, so then they start <laughs> off writing in their diaries. And I definitely, I know it's a pilot, and pilots are different than, like, the rest of the, the series. But it is called The Vampire Diaries. And I was expecting there to be a lot more emphasis on the diaries part. Um, and this this episode does a really good job of, of explaining, of of emphasizing the diaries. I almost think it's too much, though. I feel it's like definitely it's, too much, and that's really why they cheesy. got rid of it. Yeah, yeah. But it's just weird to be called Vampire Diaries and then not actually be about the diary. I think the theme throughout this episode, which is really the same for all TV series pilots... But it's just that it's, like, overdone. Yeah. Like, everything is a little too much because they can't tell how much is too much until they do it. Yeah. The characters are all, like, pretty different than Yeah, they but will some be. of them also have different storylines. Like, one thing that I noticed was, like, Matt has a completely different personality because he's just, like, the entire Elena's time you ex. see him. Yeah, he's just like, oh, Elena, like, I'm not going to give up on us. And it's like, wow. Like, that is not who I think of Matt as being because pretty quickly... He goes just from being Elena's ex to being just, like, a member of their friend group, or then, you know, he dates other people. So, that's weird. The next thing that I had was that it's just, they, like, they show Stefan jumping off the roof, which I thought was um, pretty intense and cheesy. Um, And then the fog. I just want to say that that Stefan jumping off the roof scene comes back in, like, the beginning of the episode recap for the next, like, six seasons. (laughs) Like, whenever they really? need to- Yes! All the time, they're like, I'm Stefan, I'm from Mystic Falls, I'm a vampire. And then it'd be like, Elena, like, when she becomes, you know, she's like, me too. And it's like, they always show that scene for Stefan. That's, like, his scene. It's funny. Also, I have written that when Elena's writing in her diary and you, like, meeting everyone in her house, mm-hmm. Jeremy is just the most emo. I can't get over it in this episode. His spiky hair. Yeah. I noticed he had he his had nails painted, painted, nails. painted, too. Yeah. I was like, oh, man. And they weren't even painted well. I was yeah. like, what are you doing, Jeremy? Um, kind of forgot about his stoner phase. I did not forget about it because I did not like Jeremy for, like, the entire first season. Probably more because I was just a little annoyed by it. And it's not fair to be annoyed because, like... There's totally a reason that he's, like, all moody, but, like, it's just a lot. Can we talk about Jenna? Poor Jenna, who not only was in charge of two teenagers whose parents just died, and she had to all of a sudden, like, move and take care of them while she's in grad school, and she had to, like, meet with her thesis advisor, (laughs) and I was like, whoa, I cannot even imagine having to deal with that. Listeners... Katie just graduated from her PhD program, so she probably sympathizes with Jenna a lot. She's like, I can't imagine taking care of no. two teenagers, two moody teenagers with vampire problems. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Poor Jenna. Yeah. Real MVP. Also, they, like, never say what she's in grad school for. Yeah, I was wondering. So, I, I feel she's like just later a she's, like, they, she, yeah. I, for some reason, have an idea in my head that it's, like, history. That's what I was going to say. It was, like, history or art history. But I think that's just because, like, Rick was in history. Maybe. And the whole thing with, like, the whole 1864 Mystic Falls thing. Like, the Mm -hmm. town is just very historical. So it's kind of unfair to say that she's in history when probably it's just that everyone in the town is, for some reason, really interested in history. (laughs) 
And, like, history class is the only class we ever see them in in school also. All right. Well, the next thing I have is Bonnie. We meet Bonnie. Bonnie. Um, Bonnie Bennett. Bonnie Bennett. Woo. As opposed to her book character, which is... I forget what her book character last name is. <laughs> Never mind, but it's, it's not, not Bennett. Bennett. <laughs> I think it's, like, Matt Bennett or something. It's, like... Matt? That's weird. Why would they combine two? It's the, it's one of the other ones. I don't Bennett. Like that. It might not be... No, it's not Matt. I, that's wrong. That's, that <laughs> so scratch bad. that. But okay. there's somebody else with Bennett as the last name. Well, Bonnie's a very controversial character for me because I go back and forth on how I feel about Bonnie. And when she's awesome, she's awesome. And when she's not, she's not. But here, she's awesome. In the first episode, Bonnie's the real MVP. Seriously. I really thought so. Um, I, I want all my friends to be like Bonnie. like When she's, she's at her best. Yeah. <laughs> when she's at her best. Let's Bonnie qualify. In, in this episode. In this episode, Bonnie's amazing. She's a great best friend. Um, but then, of course, you know, here... We meet our other part of the overdone pilot, which is the crow for the first time. Ooh. Crow runs into the car, which was <laughs> an, a very strange way to meet the crow for so the first time. So do we know what the deal is with the crow? We don't. Because the crow... See- okay. It's never explained, is it? I mean... We know it's something to do with Damon. And Stefan. It's not just Damon. Because we'll get there, but when she's in the cemetery... It comes before Stefan. Yeah, but do we know that that was Stefan in the cemetery? Because I originally thought it was Stefan, and then I wondered, was it Damon that was stalking her behind the gravestone? Ooh, that'd be creepy. Gravestone, that's not the right word, but... I think it is. Oh, okay. And, but then Stefan shows up, so again, it's one, it's like... I think it's Stefan. It's like where you're made to think that Stefan is doing all these things, but then it turns out that Damon's (sighs) the one doing all the killings. I wondered if that was Damon that was watching her, because we know... He's I mean, obsessed with her too. As a series long Damon fan, I have to hope that some of it is Stefan. <laughs> because later, when the brothers first meet, sorry, this is so out of order, you guys, but <laughs> I, we really need to make this more in order. I think we gotta stop jumping around. When when the brothers like meet at the end, he like Stefan says something about the crow, and then like it's too much with the crow, and then Damon says, "Wait until you see what I can do with the fog." No way! I did not hear any of that. Yeah! No! Yes. I did Okay. He says that. We're gonna talk about that later. We gotta get back on order. Okay, so we meet the crow. The crow is weird. It's like, ooh, there's a crow. Ominous, right? It's okay, like, but in the book, I don't know if you want me to bring this up. <laughs> I don't know, but you said you weren't gonna talk about it very much, and here we are talking about it for like the third time in the okay. first episode. Well, in the book, Damon, because he's like so much more powerful on human blood, he is able to turn himself into different animals. Mm, I don't like that. He likes to... I don't like that at all. He likes to be a crow. <laughs> that's, like, his... Okay. Like, that's how he meets Elena, is, like, in all right. a crow. So well, I think that's why they brought it into this pilot, okay. and then they were like, that's too much. We're we are off. not going to treat the TV show like it's the book, so because we all know it's not at all similar, I'm just so. offering an explanation for why there was this really weird thing. Yeah, but I don't think away. that the crow is just with Damon. I think it's with Stefan, too. Anyway. So, speaking of Stefan, guess who we meet next? Stefan! In the bathroom? Is that what you're talking about? Well, first, when he arrives oh, in school, yeah. and he's walking oh, like, man. cool My- dude, with the sunglasses, and all I can think about is that scene in Twilight yeah. with Edward and his sunglasses walking away from his Volvo, and I Also, like, can I say it's literally exactly the same of how he's, like, 
standing with his back to the viewer, like, registering for school, mm-hmm. and the school person is like, oh, like, we don't seem to have your records here, and he's like, look again. Like, it's exactly the same. I'm pretty sure there's really a very, very <laughs> similar scene in Twilight. So, Although, thankfully, he's is, not, like, thirsting for Elena's blood, like... I mean, not yet, but he does in the episode, which was kind of surprising to me. Um, I just wanted to say, this is a random note I have, but goes with the timing here. Uh, I said, is it just me? Or does the vibe in this episode seem like there's, like, a pretty severe Instagram filter on it? Like, I know there is kind of throughout the series, but this seemed, like, a little bit more extra. Mm, Just another thing of, like, how this is a little more, like, potent on the drama. Yeah, maybe. Um, oh yeah, also when Stefan is, like, standing in the office there, and Bonnie says, that's a hot bag, I was like, okay, Bonnie. How do you have hot what bags? What the heck, and also, Bonnie? Yeah. Her eyes, when she first sees Stefan, when he turns around. Bonnie just and like, Caroline. Ooh, and then Caroline, yeah. like, looks him up. Literally every single person was like, ooh, Stefan, and it's like, it's weird, but it's also, it's, like, weird because... For the rest of the series, none of them are ever going to look at him like that because they're like, he's Elena's guy, you know? Mm-hmm. So, Also, though, I I just have to say that I'm also a Damon fan in the long term. Uh, Stefan, I think, was cuter in this episode than I remember in you other saying episodes. That. I, okay, so I, I remember, think it was maybe his hair. Yeah, I was going to talk about that. I do have a note about that. Okay. Because in the first episode, I remember you being like, well, there is no way you can root for the other guy because Stefan is so much cuter. And I was like... Hmm. But I think it is... But Damon's hair is kind of, like, long. Damon's hair is not great in this episode, I And Stefan's hair is on point. And the other... I don't know other... on point. I kind of like his other hair better. I'm not gonna lie. I don't think so. His hair is, like, short in this, and it's... Yeah. It's weird. I don't like I it. I liked it. I don't. But also, I think another thing <laughs> But that I don't like Damon's him... hair either, so neither of them have great hair here for me. Yeah. <laughs> this Damon's is the hair... podcast where we talk about hair... On the main characters. Okay, I'm not going to lie, And if we're going to talk about hair, do you know whose hair we're going to talk about? No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. (laughs) Because I just have to say that for me, the moment Damon showed up, I was like, ooh, that's a look because guess who it reminded me of? Who? Joe Jonas of like 2008, which is like around when this was. I was like, the parted down the middle (laughs) with like long, straight black hair, like waving out to the side. Probably been straightened. Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure it has been straightened with a straightener. And I was like, wow. So yeah, not a fan of the hair, but not a fan of Stefan's hair either. I like it better when he's got his hero hair. Mm, That's true. Hero, hero hair. Which is like what he's like known for, at least according to Damon in the later seasons. So I just like, I don't even remember this short hair phase. So Mm. it's weird to me. But I do think another reason why I think that he's more attractive now than later is because he's happy. He didn't seem like he was brooding. He wasn't like overcome. Because with this all is of him this, trying like, to be normal stress. high school student Stefan. Yeah. He's still trying to pretend that he's not a vampire. Because I mean, we're and Damon's not in his life right now. We so all know are that good. in the second or third episode, one of the ones coming up here. Stefan joins a football team. So, like, <laughs> this is Stefan trying to be, That's like, right. a high schooler. Oh so, he has to pretend not to be broody. But I will I will counter you by saying that he does not do a very good job of pretending not to brood. Because, holy crap, the next scene we have is the cemetery. And you think it's not him standing behind the gravestone. I disagree. Because then, he just appears out of nowhere right in front of Elena. And he's just 
staring at her too. He just like literally staring at her, not smiling, not saying anything. He's just standing there and then he's like, are you okay? And it's like, whoa, dude. (laughs) And she's obviously creeped out about it, which like, I'm glad you have a survival instinct then. But yeah, just creepy look. Creepy look, Stefan. Yeah. At first, I thought it was Stefan. And then later, I was like, ooh, I wonder if that was Damon. Mystery. If we have any fans, please yeah, write in. us. Let us know. Who do you think it was? I don't know where you'll write us, but somewhere. <laughs> write us somewhere and tell us who you think. We'll have to get like a Vampire Vibes Gmail if oh we my ever gosh. actually get, you know, a I listener. if it's available. I mean, We're gonna I look hope that so. Up after this. <laughs> um, but yeah, since we are talking about the uh, cemetery now, we've already kind of touched on the crows, but the mist is the other thing. And mm. I will say the mist, the fog, whatever you want to call it. I guess it mist is mist is more appropriate because it is mystic. I mean, falls. I would say mist, but because I feel like fog is higher up in the air too. Like this was very they low it to fog, the ground. Though. I know she did, but I'm gonna call it mist. So okay. you can call it whatever you'd like, but I'm gonna call it mist. Okay. <laughs> so the mist, like, oh my gosh, it just like appears, and it is not mm-hmm. a subtle mist. No. Like it is intense. It's definitely a smoke machine, <laughs> and like running fast along the ground. And if I saw that. Especially I if run. I was in a cemetery. Run. Oh my goodness. Goodbye. I would she be does run. She does run. Thanks. So <laughs> I would feel like the thing that that reminds me of is in the Hunger Games when it's like the poisonous fog. Mm. Um, because of how fast that moves and the, how like thick it is. Mm-hmm. That's what it looked like to me. And so I, yeah, definitely get out of there. Anytime you see any like fast approaching fog or mist, you gotta be gone. Get Danger out. zone. Danger zone. So that's another thing that I'm I'm glad they eventually decided to get rid of that. I'm curious how, how many episodes it stays for, because I don't remember. Yeah, not very many, I don't think. And then I had a question about that, too, which was, if the mist and the crows signal Stefan, why the heck don't they happen at the high school? I know. How's he able to turn it on and off? I don't get it. Well, Happens in a graveyard, but not in I think it's Damon. I just... Because he's more powerful than Stefan, because he drinks human blood, Maybe. and Stefan drinks squirrels. You're slowly maybe convincing me, but... Because Damon is there. We know he's there because he's probably behind the two people at the beginning. Although, I'm still going to play devil's advocate and say that it could be Stefan. The way that he denied it was not convincing enough for Um, me. Excuse me, but have you seen Ripper Stefan? Exactly. If he drinks one human, he's drinking all the humans. Yeah, but we don't know that about him at this point, so maybe the showrunners didn't either. I don't know. Just trying to give Damon the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, another note I have, which, you know, I mean, I'm just going for the main specifics here because I have so many notes, but sure. this is, of course, the classic nice ring from the <laughs> Netflix trailer. Oh, yeah. If any of you viewers who watch on Netflix, if I'm sure like you know you see. that if you hover over the, you know, picture that says Vampire Diaries, it'll play Elena going, nice ring. And Stefan's like, is it too much? And I've seen that scene so many times. And here it is in Classic. real life. <laughs> I kind of hate that that's like the scene on the little trailer though, because um, it's really cheesy. So. But is it better than <laughs> Stefan jumping off a house? 
No, I think that scene is fine. Him jumping off the house is kind of cool. It's not the cheesiest yeah. thing in this. Episode. I wish they, sh- I wish they did more of that and showed more, which we'll, we'll, well talk about. But thinking. I wish there was more like vampireness. That's why I'm surprised that you're not into that because I was like, they actually show a couple of times here that they are fast or that they yeah. can jump big heights or whatever, which like it Katie just is always saying in the moment. Yeah. Well, they have to do something to show that he's a vampire. It's true because that was like his intro scene ever. Yeah. Well, I guess I was gonna skip. I don't know what you have next, but I was skip. I was gonna skip to our first look at the leading lady number two, Catherine Pierce. I was like Caroline. <laughs> um, but yeah, we had our first look of Catherine, and I wish I could remember what I what I thought when I first saw that because obviously I remember exactly what I thought. She looks exactly like Elena, and we see the note at the bottom that it was 1864, which gives us some insight. Potentially, how old Stefan is. Well, I even wrote in my notes, I remember seeing that Catherine picture for the first time and thinking, run, run from <laughs> Stefan because. Yeah, bad news. That is bad news. If yeah. he. What is he which up to? He clearly is there because Elena looks like Catherine, and that is a creepy vibe to me. Like, there's no way yeah. that's going to work out. That makes him seem like he's creepy. Like, he's got this, stalker. again, stalker, serial killer vibe here going on. That I remember thinking that Stefan was bad news from episode mm-hmm. one because we had this Catherine picture. And my question is, A, which I feel like I should know the answer, but why did Stefan come back to Mystic Falls? They, I mean, they talk about it later in season one, I think. Because we know why Damon's here. Well, she confronts him when she finds the picture of Catherine mm-hmm. later on. And he says somehow that he got news that Catherine might be here or something, and then he came back to see, and that's when the whole crash happened. Mm -hmm. Something along those lines. And my second point is we know, spoiler alert, that Stefan and actually Damon have both been here since last spring when Elena almost died. What have they been doing and where have they been just chilling in Mystic Falls? Well, like, I don't hiding know if from people been there since last spring. Or did they leave and then come back? Yeah, I was kind of under the impression that, like, because we know, again... Spoiler alert, this is kind of a major one, but Stefan was there when Elena's parents, like, at the time when Elena's parents died, right? But I was kind of the, under the impression that he left to give her time to, like, grieve properly and stuff, mm. and then came back when he thought it was, like, more appropriate. <laughs> How does know. he decide when it's appropriate? Well, he, I mean, Stefan's making all sorts of decisions <laughs> for Elena right now without her knowing. That's, that's true. just how it is. Because, I mean, and that's kind of what I hate, too, is, like, when they first run into each other outside the bathroom, he's like, oh, hi, like, I didn't see you there. And it's like, my gosh, Stefan, you 100% orchestrated this. You know everything about her. Like, it just doesn't feel fair. It doesn't feel like an even match there because she is just, like, this oblivious, like, teenage girl and he's basically stalking her. Well, vampires are a predatory species. It seems very predatory. And it did the first time around, but the second time around, even more. And I know it's going to get better because, like... I think everyone was a little bit, at least a little bit Team Stefan in the beginning, you know? Oh, yeah. I know I was. They don't make Damon out to be... he's not great. ...a hero. Yeah. But, like, even, like, I mean, you don't have to be Team anyone, is my point. But everyone, you know, roots for Stefan a little bit. So Stefan does get better. I know that he gets better. But this episode, not a good look for (laughs) Stefan. So I guess the next thing on my list... Were those the, like... Mystic Falls that the show that the, the falls of Mystic Falls. After? I wrote that down because yeah, I don't think we ever see those again. Yeah. But like they just show this random picture of waterfalls, and I was like, oh my gosh, is Mystic Falls the town named after Mystic Falls? 
and the they're having this party at the falls. Like, who the heck knew? I've never seen this before, so that was kind of fun. Exactly. And I feel like we've talked about this, like, privately, but Mystic Falls is, like, the town itself is, like, such a big part of the show. Um, so, it's... Yeah. Please, I would love to move to Mystic Falls. I mean, honestly, yeah. Except for the mysterious animal attacks. Yeah. the tr- There's a lot of trouble there, but, you know. Sounds like a great place, though. I feel like that's the same thing with all of the fictional places. You're like, oh, I want to go there, but there's just happens to be the downside of, you know, horrible things happening If Damon's the there, maybe Hogwarts, it's okay. same thing there. So, they're at this party, and what we haven't talked about is that Bonnie... Is so excited because she thinks that she's psychic, right? Yeah. Her grams is telling her that she needs to practice and that she's a psychic and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what does that mean? That she can see the future, I think, is kind of what she's hinting at. So she touches Elena and she has this vision. I mean, I would say that she's even getting, like, vampire vibes. Oh! <laughs> you just did it! Oh, I did it! Oh my gosh, like, uh, I, I literally thought of that on the spot, and I cannot be amazing. more proud right now. <laughs> so good. Uh, let's just end the episode now. Yeah. But seriously, what was she seeing? She, she said, said it, she saw, saw a crow. And the fog. Which, I'm like, did Damn she it? see the past? Because that's what Elena saw in the cemetery, like, yesterday or whenever. I think it, again, it's just like a Damon vibe, though. coming into Elena's life. Yeah, I think it's just like a vibe. Like, you're going to be surrounded by vampires. Like, this is now going to be your identity, which is true. Yeah. So. And I just also want to point out that earlier, Elena was explaining how she is no longer, she doesn't want to be with Matt because there was no passion. Mm-hmm. But I wonder... <laughs> is there going to be passion Is she going to find out with Stefan? <laughs> Because the answer is no. Yeah, yeah. That's a whole, I mean, this whole podcast is basically going to be getting into I'm that sorry, question right Stephen, there. I'm sorry if you're Stefan. I apologize. This yeah, might not be the podcast for you. We're going to make it clear right but now. But if you are, if you are Team Stefan, then we would love to hear your thoughts and opinions. I mean, seriously. Maybe we would love to have you on the podcast at some time. Because I've, we need an alternate. Uh, yeah, I've never met someone who's Team Stefan. Everyone I know is Team Damon. I think everyone was probably, like I said, Team Stefan for some point at the beginning because you can't, you know, like, with good conscience, get behind Damon when he's a serial killer and being a horrible person. Yeah. And we know, again, we get his backstory and we know he's got a reason for it, which doesn't make it okay, but for some reason in this show it does. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, we're, we're a very Team Damon podcast, though, but for the next few seasons will be a semi-team stuff in podcast so that's right don't give up on us immediately anyways yeah so they're at this party bonnie's getting visions uh another thing that is a big part of this party is the whole tyler vicky and jeremy i forgot how much of a jerk tyler is at this point with vicky so you keep saying all this stuff about like oh like i like tyler and you know later on and i'm like okay yeah, but he, a recurring theme throughout this whole show is that Tyler is a jerk. Yeah. And he goes through phases of being less of a jerk, and then well, he, returns, he returns to being a jerk. And this show, I mean, more so than not being a good look for Stefan, it was not a good look for Tyler. No. Um, you hate him. Yeah, Tyler's horrible. And 
I remember thinking throughout the first no season at least, no. what the heck, Matt, for being friends with this I jerk? Know. Like he's Matt so nice. is so nice. Maddie Blue Eyes. Seriously. Well, but like I remember saying the first time we watched it, like in the beginning of season one, you and I were like, Matt and Bonnie are the mm-hmm. MVPs of the show because they are so nice. They're such good friends. So They're amazing. Yeah. How could you be friends with someone like Tyler? And they're supposedly, like, best friends. And I just don't understand at all because they don't seem like... I mean, I guess they're both on the football team and that's, like, all they have in common. And as Matt says, he's okay with being defined as being a jock. But, like, come (laughs) on, Matt. Like, what the heck? Well, and if we're talking about side characters, we've got Caroline, too, who Mm -hmm. this beginning is also not a great look for her. She seems shallow. It's not near as bad as it is for the Mm -hmm. other ones. No, I mean, Tyler's definitely worse. But, I mean, Caroline, being one of my personal favorite characters, um, starts out a little shallow in competition with Elena. Yeah. I will say, though, I don't know. See, I never hated her quite as much because I kind of get her point. She's like, I try so hard at everything and I just never seem to come out on top. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's the thing of like, she's not like, I don't know, because Elena's the main character. She's like, I just want to be the main character and yeah. I'm trying so hard and I'm still not the <laughs> You'll main get character. Your turn, Caroline, don't worry. You know, and it's so sad because she is trying hard and she does do a lot um, but I, and I also really feel bad for her. I remember this from the beginning because from the beginning and more so at the beginning, Bonnie and Elena are like, oh my gosh, we're best friends. Oh my gosh, Caroline's we're best so friends. And then she's the third wheel. Well, of course she has to try hard and like force herself into places where other people don't feel like she belongs because she's like, dude, I just want to be someone's first choice. You know what I mean? Like, I feel so bad for her. And so that's going to set up like we saw at the end, Damon and her mm-hmm. are just looking at each other because he's going to take advantage of that yeah. because she just wants to be someone's first choice and it's rough. I I feel I really it. bad for Caroline. Like she's not amazing, but it's not her fault. Like it's because of the situation that she's in. Yeah. So she pretty much gets tossed around and taken advantage of honestly until she becomes a vampire. Yeah. And then she learns to, like, stand up for herself, which is great. Great lesson for us all. Great lesson. I Caroline. mean, she really is, I mean, of the whole show, Caroline Forbes, MVP. We're going to have a recurring thing on here of what would Caroline Forbes do? Because yeah. that's how we should all live our lives. And her hair. I, I wish mean, I had it. She's stunning. She's Ugh. amazing. We love Beautiful. Caroline. <laughs> <laughs> this is um, actually the Caroline Forbes yeah. podcast, in I mean, case you didn't know. We said we were Team Damon, but really we're Team Caroline, so... For sure. Just, you know, there's that. Anyway, so, I mean, we started out talking about the Tyler, Vicky, Jeremy thing, which is kind of how this ends. I just want to say, every time any of those, like, this whole quote-unquote love triangle comes up, I'm just Mm -hmm. like, I don't care. Like, (laughs) that's how I feel about that. Like, get me back to the main story. I don't like emos, Jeremy. I hate Tyler. He's a jerk. Vicky's also a jerk, though she doesn't deserve to be treated how she's being treated by Tyler. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's not fun. And then, of course, Vicky gets attacked. Yeah. An animal attack. Animal. It's the first one of the series. But she wakes up in the hospital. And the first word? Vampire. Vampire. And I just want to say, Matt was there. Matt was the freaking first person in this show to be told about vampires. And he's the last one to believe in vampires. <laughs> like, what are the chances, Matt? You could have been in on this from the beginning. 
Well, so then we get the first look at Damon that we've already talked about. The straight side part, Joe Jonas hair from 2008. And yeah, severe attitude problem. Because he turns up saying that he promised Stefan an eternity of misery, and that's what he's mm. here to do. Yeah, and they had quite a dramatic fight. They did. I did have notes on that because uh, it was a very cheesy fight, and the CGI was not to what I consider normal Vampire Diary start. Yeah, uh, pilot. Quality. Yeah. So obviously their budget was a little lower here. It was a little dramatic. <laughs> And as Damon says, good job with the (laughs) face or whatever. (laughs) Well, I guess my last note that I end on was, so they fight. And then, of course, we already talked about Vicky waking up and saying vampire. Um, And then it cuts to Caroline talking about how she tries so hard. And Damon looking at Caroline with mischief in his eyes is the last thing that we see. And so that's kind of our foreshadowing of what is to come and it's gonna be rough for Caroline for the mm-hmm. next season well I think maybe the last thing that we see is Elena inviting Stefan into her house oh right I didn't take a note on that finally and doesn't that feel knowing what we know about Stefan about him being here because of Catherine and basically stalking Elena this whole episode that feels a little ominous to me right he has this kind of look in his eyes of finally I've been mm-hmm. invited in and it's like What's what's going on here? Yeah, definitely later. I definitely wish that it was like Buffy where there was a way to uninvite a yeah. vampire from your house. Because it's like the only way to avoid, like, if you invite a vampire in and you change your mind is to move. Sometimes. Or burn your house down. Or to sell your house. To give it to a different person, right? Yeah. Because uh, they do that a couple times, which is, like, ridiculous. They're just, like, buying and selling houses <laughs> just, like... Oh, the real estate market in Mystic Falls. Crazy. It's nuts. Um, They should make, maybe they should do that. Like every 10 years, everyone just swaps houses and it keeps the vampires out. Yeah. (laughs) For real. All right. So that was episode one. How how do we feel about it? Should, should we give it a rating? Uh, Katie (laughs) likes to rate stuff, people. (laughs) I don't know. I'm just trying to come up with something. She loves to rate stuff. To, Um, uh... What are we Unifier rating it out of? Out of 10. Or are we using your favorite scale of, on a scale from <laughs> Stefan to Damon? <laughs> or if we want to get more specific, Klaus to Stefan to Damon. Yeah, it's hard to rate on characters because A, we haven't met the characters. And, and they change so much. It's different. They change so much. You can't really keep it in steady. Even Stefan is like, has his ups and downs. All right, so zero to ten then if you want to be boring. Zero to ten. <laughs> ten being this is the best episode I've ever seen. Zero meaning I want to throw my TV out the window. Wow. What do you give this? Oh my gosh, I don't know. Um, I mean, I'm going to go with like a solid six because it's certainly not on the highest end of episodes. There's not a whole lot going on. It's mostly like a lot of high school drama with a little bit of vampires sprinkled in there. Um, but I would put it above the middle point because it obviously incentivized us to watch the rest of the series. It introduced us to the characters that we're going to know and love and the town that we want to move to if it was real. So, I mean, it's got to be not a failing score for me. So. 
That's that's good. I I also I'm gonna give it a five out of ten. I think that there was nothing super exciting, but nothing super horrible. It was mid range, um, pretty decent for a pilot episode. So I mean, for a pilot, could have been a lot worse. I was expecting it to be a lot worse. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining <laughs> us. Uh, this is Vampire Vibes, and I hope to f- catch you on episode two. Yeah. Bye. Signing off. <laughs>